All right. Good morning, Prophet. Good morning. Praise God. <clears throat> Amen. All right. And good morning to everybody. And welcome to Healing School. Healing School, as we always say, is a place where people come to hear and to be healed. Today is a wonderful day for you to do just that. We are still talking about his word is enough healing confessions. And this week, uh, today's lesson is part two of that. Folks, listen. God sent his word to you. He's waiting on you to receive it. Believe it and receive it. Healing is not difficult. Did you know that? It's not. You know why? The work has already been done. Jesus has healed you already. What you want to do is receive that. What you want to do is act on it. Believe it. All right? So let's have a word of prayer. And we'll go ahead into the word for today. Father, we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. Now, as we look to you today in Jesus' name, touch your people. Touch your people. Heal every sickness, every disease amongst the people today. And we will glorify in you. We will praise the name of the Lord. Because we know Jesus is the healing one and he is in the school today. And we praise you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Again, we're talking about his word is enough. Healing confessions. Now, last week, uh, prophet, we started out in mm-hmm. first Corinthians chapter 16 and verse 34. And in the first, first John chapter. Yes, yeah, first chronicles. Yeah, first chronicles, yes. And, and first yeah, John. Corinthians, huh? It's chronicles. It's okay. Thank you. Yes. Uh, let's pick it back up there for a second. Praise God. So as we are trusting the Lord for healing today, it is important for us to know that God wants us healed, and he wants us well. So my Bible click, he wants us healed, and he wants us well. Bible, The Bible tells us that God is a God of love, and he is a good God. Amen? Glory yes. to God. This means that, this means that if you are sick, God's heart is his heart is and will always be to heal and restore health and life to you, to every one of us. He so desired for us to walk in health and life that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, so that we might have life and have it more abundantly. We know that's John 10 and 10. Praise God. Yeah, that's right. 
He wants you God's to have, way. Yeah. He wants you to have health. And he wants you to have life. He wants you to live out your whole entire lifespan. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Praise the Lord. God, God is not sitting in heaven, folks, pushing buttons. Okay, today, uh, Jimmy gonna pass away. Uh, Sally Ann is gonna pass away tomorrow. That's not how that happens. Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. God does not operate that way. No. But that's what the enemy wants you to believe. Okay. But it's not so. Okay, go ahead. So First Chronicles 16 and 34, <clears throat> and uh, I'll go ahead on and share a little bit of that. It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That's First Chronicles 16 and 34. Praise God. And then First John <clears throat> chapter 4 and verse 16 it says, And we have known and believed the Lord that God had to, that God had to us, the love that God had to us. For God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Absolutely. Those are our opening. Yes. So we're going to move into our confessions for today. Amen. We went through many confessions on last week. Uh, we looked at many scriptures. And this is what we're doing. We're working on making sure that we are speaking the word of God in our confessions. John 10.10, we must make sure that when we pray, even when we pray, as we talked about a little bit last night uh, in our prayer time, the Bible pressed in another one, our power. On Friday night, we were talking about how powerful that word is. Amen? Mm-hmm. And so we're talking about the same thing. We're, really, it's a, it's a carryover, if you want to uh, put it in that perspective, because we're yeah. focusing on how powerful all the, you know, God's word is so powerful. And what you need to pay attention to is that your word is as powerful as his word. And this is why we must make sure that we are speaking the word of God, that we are praying the word of God, that we are confessing the word of God in every area of our lives. Proverbs 4 and 22, we looked at that on last week. Amen. So God yeah. wants you healed, and he wants you whole. Amen. We looked at Isaiah 53, 4, and 5 in the Amplified. Isaiah 53 and 5 in the NLT. We looked at 1 Peter 2, 24. We looked at Romans 8 and 11. Romans 8 and 32. And today we're going to pick it up right here in Psalms 107, verse 19, and verses 20 in the NLT. And pay attention to the words. Pay attention to the words that's coming forth in these confessions. Because in each of them, there is a key that, that will help us as we proceed, as we go forward, as we, as we, uh, attack Satan, as we stand our ground, as we stand in faith. There are things we must say. So listen to this from Psalms 107, verses 19 and 20. 
It says, Lord, help. <clears throat> they cried in their trouble. And he saved them from their distress. He sent out his word. Are you listening to that? He sent out his word and healed them, snatching them from the door of death. Wow. Isn't that powerful? That is so Boy. powerful. Praise God. <clears throat> and we have that word, word, italicized, underlined, highlighted, enclosed. I mean, it, it's because that's where the emphasis is. He sent out, he didn't send out an army. He did, he did not send out, uh, military brigades. He didn't send out, uh, rockets and jets and he didn't send out his, he did not. What did he send? What did he his send? Word. He sent out his word. He yeah. sent out his word. He sent out his word and healed them. The word healed them. But now okay. there's a lot we need to look at when we read these scriptures. You see, because this is the difference. Now watch this, child of God. This is the difference between God and Satan. The Bible tells us that Satan is a deceiver. He's very deceptive. He looks for ways to what? Entrap us. And what does he do? He uses words as well. But see, when you are a born-again believer in Christ, your words rule over any deceptive, any deception that Satan might speak. And you might say, well, why is that? <clears throat> because the word of God is the final authority on everything. Mm -hmm. The word of God is the power. It's the source because it's spoken with such purity. That's why must you must take the word of God and hide it in your heart. This is why you must make sure, you know, one of the things my father in the gospel used to tell us all the time, motive is everything. Yeah. What is the motive behind what they are saying? What are they really, what are they really trying to get at? What is, what, why do they say these things? Motive is everything. Even in a court of law today, when you go in a court of law, they have to prove motive mm -hmm. in most cases. And it makes a That's big right. difference in the outcome of that trial. Motive is everything. And see, when what am I saying? Your words, because you are born again believer in Christ, that's what makes the difference in who we in what in in our our delivery and our walk in life. He said, "Listen, don't do all of that. Let your yea be yea and your nay be nay." That's words. Right. You see, when yes. your words are pure, when your words are pure coming from your heart. And, and you are sincere in what you're saying, your bodies will be healed, your home will be healed, your children will be healed, your businesses will be healed. You too will be able to send out the word of God and just watch it work. Did you know the Bible say God works with his word? With what? Yes. With Sign what? Forward. With signs. Sign following. You see, we have to get a better, a very good understanding of the workings of these scriptures. It's one thing to just 
read a scripture and say, oh, well, that was nice. But the word of God is more than just nice. The word of God carries the very power. Your word, his word, yes. carries the very power that you are sending it to do. If you are sending it to heal, that word is, it, it's, it's a capsule and it's carrying the very healing that you need. That's right. If it's about finances, the very word that you send out about your finances is carrying the very essence of that need inside of that word. You know, this That's is right. why when we need finances, we pray the word of God. We don't do deceptive things. We don't, we don't speak as, as the devil speaks because his motives are not right. No. And neither can they be because his heart is not right. Mm -hmm. Words right. are everything, child of God. Words are everything. Words are everything. Absolutely. And God said, I sent my word. You say, well, how can his word heal and mine doesn't? The first thing we need to make sure that we, when we say, when we feel that our words are not working, Check your own heart. Mm-hmm. That's good. Check your heart. And what is the motive behind what you're saying? Why you say? Because, you know, the Bible also tells us that the entrance of his word, come on, gives what apostle? Gives light. Light. Gives light. What does that mean? Let me stop here. Anyway, let, let's move on. We need to, when we read these scriptures, we need to really get a good understanding of them because God knows the intent. He knows our heart. He knows it. And if we're sending the word out to heal our body, your body will be healed. If you're sending it to, to, to bring, uh, resources into your business, God knows if you're mm -hmm. using the right words in your approach there. He knows that. And intent is everything. Motive is everything. That's right. Let, let, let's back up to the interest of the word give it light. It, it means it brings understanding. It, it, it brings you into a note. You know what to do. You're not in the dark anymore. See, sickness and disease are of the darkness. But healing, health, is of the light. Are you, are you getting that? It is of the light. He sent his word. He sent his word. I can put it this way. He sent Jesus. Because Jesus in the word are one. Like God in his word are one. Mm. Yeah. When you receive him. If you reject the word, you reject him. My Lord. And say to know, you don't have a chance. Why? Because you done rejected your only hope. This 
people have to keep pushing the lie that healing will because he don't want you to get no confidence, no faith in the word. You know why? Because he know it's going to set you free from that sickness and that disease. He know that word is going to deliver you. It's going to heal you. He know that. Amen. Amen. So he works overtime to try to keep you away from it. All right. Amen. That's so true. Because because the word is the medicine that we need, isn't it? The word is the medicine that we need. That's good. And if and if it is applied in faith, in sincerity and honesty, that's why the heart is involved. Don't you know your heart knows whether you are being honest or not? Mm-hmm. The scripture says, if your heart does not reject you, you you will be blessed. That's right. And we can put we can say things and confuse our own heart, but the heart knows. You know, it's just like the ground knows. We talk about the planting of the seed in the natural. When we plant that seed in the earth, when we want a rose bush. Or, or some geraniums or whatever kind of uh, plant we desire, we plant that seed. And the Bible says the earth knows what to do with that seed. That is right. Yes, it does. Well, you, in the spirit world, child of God, your heart is the ground. And watch this. Your heart knows what to do with the seeds. What is the seed in the spirit world? It's your words. That's right. It's your, it's your words. And the heart knows when it is receiving the word of God or when it's receiving the word of Satan. Mm-hmm. And because God lives in your heart, that's where he lives. Yes. That's right. Amen. Those seeds of the devil, amen, it's not going to even be, it's not going to prosper. Because this is a place of faith, it's a place of sincerity, it's a place of honesty, and your heart will grow up the word of God when you plant it in there. You know where the words of Satan go? They go in your mind. They go in our mind. And they cause us to say things that are just not true. Let's move away from that. Amen. Let's move to Psalms 91 and 3 in the NLT. We're, we're talking about confessions of faith that's going to heal, that's going to make or break us. We started this series on, on last week, and we're just continuing it today. But we need to understand the power of our words. Yes. You know, a pastor has been saying something for years, and just recently, God gave me an extension of that. You know, everything he says, he says, pay attention to words. He starts that way, and he ends that way. But here, about a couple of weeks ago, God gave me this, and I didn't understand why, but you know what? Now I do understand more and more as I move forward in it. He said, pay attention to your word. Mm-hmm. And I shared this with the pastor a couple of weeks ago. I said, you know what? God gave me this, and we'll, it, it'll prove out in time why he gave it to me. But now I understand. You see, mm-hmm. because you are, your words will either condemn you, or your words will what? Justify you. Yeah. If your words does not make the word of God any 
different. It does. You, you know, if someone say, "I don't believe," we, like we just read the word, uh, they cried, and he sent his word and healed them. And somebody said, "Well, I don't believe that." You know what? Your belief or not believing the word of God doesn't make it any less so. The word of God is the word of God. And it's not going to change because you don't believe it. It's not going to change because I don't believe it. Mm-hmm. It's, go- it's going to stay the same. Amen? Because the word yes. works. And he works with his word. But people want to say things like that. I don't believe. That's why he said pay attention to your own words. Yes. Pay attention to what you are saying. The word comes to heal us, and someone said, well, I didn't get healed. Hello. Pay attention to your words. That's right. That's right. He said, you were healed by the stripes of Jesus over 2,000 years ago. Well, I'm still sick. It didn't heal me. Pay attention to your words. Mm-hmm. I understand why he's saying this to me. Because we say so many things that's contrary to the word of God. That's right. You know, if God walks in today, we all know it's Saturday. We know this. But if he walks in right now and say, okay, it's Monday. How many of you know it will be Monday? Absolutely. Why is that? That's right. Because the word of God is the final authority on everything. He's God like that. He's And he changed things with his word. The Bible says he's upholding this whole world by the word of his power. Yes. You got to get an understanding of that, child of God. If God said it and you mix it with faith, it will Mm -hmm. be even even as you have said. But no, we don't mix the word of God with faith. We mix the word of God with our reasoning. Well, I don't see Mm -hmm. it like that. Well, I know. Pay attention to your words. You come face to face with the word of God that's telling you he sent his word and healed you. And instead of us agreeing with it, whether we see it or not, we talk about what we feel. We talk that's about right. what, what we, what we see and what we don't see. How can the word of God work for us if we're not going to mix it with us? I think God, yeah. my father in the gospel, taught me a long time ago. He said, listen, I made a decision. If I can find it in the word and Mm -hmm. I read it for myself and I know this is the will of God, he said, I believe it. He said, God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. He said, he he wrote that in the fly leaf of his Bible and it was there the day he died. He never changed his confession. And that's what God was saying to me, Helen, people need to pay attention to their words. Cause, because when we come face to face with the word of God and we're saying something totally different, where is the mm-hmm. agreement in that? That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll never get healed that way. We'll, we'll never no. see the blessings of the Lord overtake us because what he's trying to get us to see is it doesn't matter what the natural situation is in your life. You can change it if you get in agreement with the word of God. 
That's right. Stand Absolutely. there. You don't see the healing? You don't feel it? Well, stand there until it comes. Thank you, Father. Over 2,000 years ago, thank you. Jesus was wounded for me, for my transgressions. And with his stripes, I was healed then, and I'm healed now. Thank you. Now, guess what? That pain is still racking in your body. But you're not going to side in with that pain, are you? You're not going to keep speaking the no. pain, are you? Why? Because the Bible tells us over in Mark 11, you will have what you say. And so yes. many of us want to just talk about how we feel, what we have, what we don't have. It's so bad here. I wish I had this. I don't have money for that. I don't have money for this. I don't, my, my, you know, this hurt. My, my foot hurt. My toe hurt. My back hurt. My eye. And child of God, how can we ever see the word of God work if we're not bringing in the word of God? Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. If we're, if we're not siding in with the word of God, how can it ever manifest for us? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember, your heart is the ground that produces the word of God. But yet you are letting your mind lead you. You're speaking with your mind is telling you how you feel, what you think, what's, what you're seeing with your eyes. But child of God, if you would dare to let your heart lead you. Put this word in your heart and never ever doubt it and never ever confess anything other than what the word of God says. You will see what God said you will see. Mm-hmm. That's right. Psalms 93, 93 91.3 says in the NLT for he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly diseases. Now, mm. you say, well, that hasn't been happening for me. You see, and it never will. You keep talking like that, it never will. That's right. How can it? How can it? How can he rescue you from deadly traps and diseases? Mm -hmm. How can he do that if you will not plant the seed of that in your heart? Yeah. How can you how can you ever get a rose bush to grow in the natural soil outside your home if you will not put the seed of that rose bush in the earth that is supposed to produce that rose bush? Will you ever see a rose bush if you don't put that seed in the earth? Child of God, of course not. You understand that, don't you? But we need to understand this. If you never plant the seed of what I just said, Psalms 91, the Lord will keep me from every trap and protect me from daily diseases. If you don't say that and put that in your heart, how can it ever be reproduced in your life? That's right. It can't. How can it ever come up out of your heart? Because you won't plant the seed of it in your heart. Yes. That's right. Are you listening? We cannot afford to say what we feel or what we think when it comes to our healing, when it comes to our finances, when it comes to our children, when it comes to our home, our businesses, our communities, whatever. Everything that we're seeing in the streets even today in our country. Do you know you have the ability in that 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 because of the spirit of God that's down on the inside? Do you know you have the ability to change that? 
But if all right. we do is sit around and talk about what we see and what people are saying, what MSNBC is saying, what CNN is saying, what Fox News is saying, what CBS, if all we do is use this, this wonderful, wonderful ground that's on the inside of us to repeat what we hear the world saying, do you know that's what you're going to keep producing? Mm-hmm. You're going to keep that growing and growing and growing. The body of Christ, many of us have lost our way. And what I mean by that, they, they pay no attention to that process that we're talking about right now. They've lost their way. They, they lost their focus. If we know and understand that we have what we say, how many of you know we will be watching our words? We will be paying attention to our own words, not the words of the news reporters, not the words of what the world is saying. We will be paying attention to our own words. How many, our own words? How many of us are really paying attention to our own words out there today? Y'all don't like me now, but the truth makes mm -hmm. us free. That's right. A lie keeps us in bondage, but the truth of the word of God will always set us free. That's right. It is okay, only so the truth of God's word. Come on. It's only the truth of God's word coming out of your mouth. Hmm. That's going to free you. Praise God. Coming out of where? Your mouth. You see, you believe you more than you believe anybody else. Did you know that? That's right. You have more confidence in you than you do anybody else. So he mm -hmm. sent his word to who? To you. And he healed you and delivered you from all sickness and disease. From all destruction. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. So true, Apostle. Let's look at Psalms 105 and verse 37. These are just confessions that we need to make, and then we need to make sure we stick to them, that we do not let filter in our mouth what the world is saying, what our minds are saying, what our Feelings are saying. We, we can't let those things filter in, child of God. Look what it says. He also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among his tribe. You say, well, how could that be? Well, we don't know. But you know what I do have that I can grab a hold to, that I can latch onto, and I can make sure that I stay there. I'm not going to try to figure that out. I'm not going to try to understand it with my mind because I don't grow seeds out of my mind. I don't grow the resources out of my mind. I grow them out of my heart. And because God said he brought them out with silver and gold, you know what I say every day? God is bringing Helen Elder out with silver and gold. It doesn't matter how much Satan try to steal from me. It doesn't matter how much he lied to me and try to steal funds from me. It does not matter. At the end of the day, God is bringing Helen Elder out with silver and gold. And I believe that with all my heart. I plant right. those words in my heart. 
and I stand on those words. Why is that? Because my father said so. Mm -hmm. I mix those words with faith. There's no fear here of losing anything. There's no fear. Let, let me tell you something. I will, this ministry is known to just, if people have a need, this, that's what we govern ourselves on. You have a need, we're going to, we're going to sow into that need. We're going to help you. We're going to do anything that we can. What is it? It's just money. And and it helps if it helps. You know the scripture says, if your sister or your brother come to you in the middle of the night and say they have a need, he said you don't just pray over them and send them on their way. No, you give them what they need. Mm-hmm. You're not helping them by just well, be blessed in the Lord, stay close, stay warm, you know, and and I'll see you in the morning. No, what is the, what is the need there? Yeah. You you have need of food. You have need of your your mortgage paid. You know I can't even begin to tell you how many people's mortgages we paid. I can't even begin to tell you how many car notes we paid. I can't even begin to tell you how many grocery bills we fill. I can't even begin to tell you that. But you know what? That's what God is saying. He said you do that, yeah. and you don't worry about that. You don't worry about that. It's just money. That's right. Yeah, he has a way of bringing, what did he say? Silver and gold. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we get so, we get so focused on the, our money, you know. Yeah. Child of God, he will restore everything. He said, I will restore everything that came for worms have eaten. I will restore that. You know what I do with that? I tuck that in my heart. When our computers were stolen, uh, a couple of years ago, just, we just, man, we had just purchased that MacBook Pro for the ministry. Just purchased it. And, and those of you listening to us out there, you, you, you know anything about a MacBook Pro? I mean, it's a nice computer for the ministry. And that's why we purchased it. Thousands of dollars for that computer. But guess what? We had how I think we had had that computer Two weeks about so maybe, and I had it in the car with okay, me yeah. going somewhere, going somewhere one day or something. Stopped in the, in the in the in the I hop and ran to the restroom and came out there and all the windows of the automobile was broken out and the that that <laughs> that computer was gone. It said, "Look for me." Yeah, I knew <clears throat> when I called Larry. We both knew, just like we shared with you about what happened on last week. We know to, we, listen guys, we know what to do. You, you go and get the word. You, you put the, there's power in sending the word to, of God out of your heart. There's power in it. That's right. And when I, when the man of God and I, he said, come sit, let's pray, let's go to the Lord. He said, not only will the Lord return that computer, but he's going to return too. You know, because there's a scripture in the in the Bible that says, when you catch, watch this, a thief, you make him pay how much, Apostle? Sevenfold. Sevenfold. You make him pay. Was that not a thief? That's right. And, and not only <laughs> do we have that computer returned, but God returned another right along with it. 
You got yeah. to begin to put the word. Listen, I cannot stress it enough. You have to begin to put the word of God in your heart and let it produce for you. And get out of your head and stop trying to figure things out. Your your blessing, child of God, is inside of your heart. It's in your mouth. And it's the word of God which we preach. That's right. Don't get upset with you when people don't like what you're saying. Always prove what you're saying by the word of God. Always. And they ask you, why do you talk like that? Well, because the word of God told me I can talk like that. Because the word of God gives me my platform to talk from. And I'm yeah. going to keep talking it. I'm going to keep saying 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 it until I see it. You know, God said, let there be light. And he kept saying that. And he said it. And the Bible says, and he saw what he said. That's right. Do you know that same spirit is in the earth today for those of us who are born again believers in Christ? That's right. Absolutely. What? What are we talking about? The word of God is enough. The word of God is enough to heal your body, to to build your businesses, yes. to, to save your home, to save your children, to save your marriages. That's right. To bring you up out of every place where Satan has tried to keep you bond, bound and in bondage. You know the word is enough. But how many of us understand the workings of the word of God? That's right. Psalms 105 says he brought them out with silver and gold. Those were slaves over there that he brought out. They yeah. were enslaved for 400 years. They were down in Egypt. First, as slaves, slaves don't have anything. All they have most of the time is the clothes on their back. Yeah. And God sent a man in there with a word. Tell Pharaoh to let my people go. That's right. <laughs> And when that prophet spoke that word, he even God told him, he's not going to believe you. Like I'm telling some of you today, you might speak the word of God and somebody might tell you, I don't believe you. So what? All I can say you need to tell them is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because those slaves did come up out of there. With silver and gold. Overnight. Somebody. Overnight. Overnight. God said, he told Pharaoh, he's not going to listen to you. But when I'm finished with him, he will let you go. And That's you right. will not come That's out it. of there broke. Broke. Are you listening to me? What am I talking right. about today? I'm talking about nothing but the word of God. See, when God gets ready to send his word into a place, all I can tell you is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Mm -hmm. That word has not changed from the day he spoke it till now. God still works with his word. He still does everything the same way he started out doing it. He's still doing it that way today. I That's promise right. you.
It has not changed. That's right. Third John 1, 2 in the NASB. Listen to this. Beloved, I pray that in all respect, you may prosper and be in good health. Just as your soul prospers. Many, many believers don't understand the working of that word. See, we want the prosperity. But look at what he says. As your soul prospers. Oh. He wants us to be in good health. Oh, thank you, Father. I want to be in good health. I need to be in good health. You need to be in good health. We all need to be in good health. But what does our soul, it, what is it composed of, Apostle? What, what is the soul? Your mind, intellect, will, and emotions. Wow. Mind, intellect, wow. will, and emotions. Woo. Really now? Say it again. Hmm. Your mind. Your soul consists of your mind, your Come intellect, on. your on. will, and emotions. Mm. Wow. And you see, if your mind is not prospering, hello, somebody. You see, if your mind is, is, is just inundated and full of the thoughts of this world system and everything that Satan is, is desiring to put in you and you're speaking that, how can your body be healed? How can you be in good health? When your mouth and your mind, your mouth is speaking everything that your mind, your mind is sick. Your mind is, you're letting Satan attack your mind. You're letting Satan attack your will. You're letting, you, and, and I say it like that because we can stop him. That's right. We can stop him with our words. Again, it all goes back to words. I was taught and I didn't know this. All the years that I've been in my Baptist church, I've never heard anybody say what I'm about to say to you. I lived with doubt all my life. And all I ever did with the doubt that came up out of my head was speak it through my mouth, through my lips. But when I came into this full gospel ministry with, with my father in the gospel, he said, no, you don't speak that doubt. He said, let me tell you something. Doubt in your head, a thought in your head. It will die if it's unspoken, Helen. Did you know? He said a thought. Unspoken. It will die unborn. And I had never in all my life heard anyone say that to me. He said, this is what you do with doubts. You tell Mr. Doubt, you said, doubt, I refuse to doubt. Now get up out of my head right now. I. I'm a child of God and I believe the word of God. Oh. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. That was, that was the defining moment in my life. Mm-hmm. If we will only pay attention to words. If we will only pay attention to our own words. That's right. Beloved, I pray that in all we you may prosper. How many of us out there do not want to prosper and be in good health? We have something to do with that. 
we play a part in that. God meant exactly what he said. This is his word, but what a, what is our, what is your word? Are you running around mm-hmm. saying that didn't work for me? You know, I've been in the, I've been in the way 40 years and that didn't work for me. Well, pay attention to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Pay attention to what you're saying. Do you think it will ever change because you're saying that? No, that's just going to keep it going. Try putting fire on a fire and see if it will ever go out. Hello. Try pouring gasoline on a fire and see if you will ever put it out. Because when you put gasoline on a fire, you, you're, you're, you're emboldening, you're enabling that fire to continue. And do you know when you speak the words of God over any, of Satan over any situation, you're enabling that situation to stay inflamed and engulfed in your life? When you speak your doubt and your unbelief over the word of God, you know, God is saying, well, well, hey, that's what they want to say. You know, Jesus had a way about him. People say he was cool. You know how he operates when he walked this earth? He gave you, he said, I'll stand at the door and I'll knock. If you open the door and let me in, he said, I'll come in and we'll sup together. He said, but if you don't, he said, I'm going to dust my feet and I'm gone. Yeah. He's not going right. to force us to, to take his word. And he's not going to sit there and try to prove no points with us. That's why he told Thomas, he says, Thomas, listen. You believe me now because you see me. Because Thomas had spoke these words. Well, you know, everybody else believed that the Lord had was risen. Everybody believed that. But he, what did he say? I will not believe. I will not believe. I will not believe until I see. And when he appeared to them in the upper room and the door was closed and he walked right through the door, he said, and Thomas was amazed, his mouth wide open. And he said, Thomas, right here inside and in my hand. And he said, my Lord and my God. And then he said, but now you know what? You believe because now you see. Child of God, do you know that's my faith? Faith is believing before you see. That's right. Are you listening to me? Faith is believing before you see. Because Jesus spoke those same words. Those same words he spoke to Thomas. He said, Thomas, you believe because you see. But bless. Come on. But bless Bless are those who what? Who have not seen. They haven't seen. seen anything. But yet they what? Believe. Believe. They have not seen anything. You see where the blessings fall? He said, but blessed are those who believe on me, in me. And yet they have not even seen me. But you know that's where a lot of our faith is? Well, I'll believe it when I see it. That's not faith. You're seeing it already. You know, faith stands in the place until you do see it. Mm-hmm. As my father said, I'm preaching better than just saying amen, but I know it's true. You know why I know this is true? You know why I'm so passionate about what I'm saying to you? is because I have the word of God as my platform, as my my foundation. I'm convinced of it. And I live by this. And you should too. Child of God, you feeling those pains are, are there now? This is how we get them to stop. 
Focus on the word of God. Turn inwardly. Plant the seeds in your heart and refuse to dig them up. Refuse to, when the pain is still racking in the morning, you say, well, I thought I got healed, but I guess I did. Don't ever say anything like that. That's doubt. Doubt in your head will die unborn if you don't speak it out of your mouth. Yeah. We give the doctor that advantage. He said, take, take, take three of these in the morning, one of these every at three times a day and come back and see me in a week. You know what he just did? He gave himself time for these pills to start working. And you do that. You take them for three weeks and then you go back. You don't, you don't say, well, you know, it's not working. You don't do that. You just get up every morning and you take one in the morning. You take one in noon. You take it at night. You just continue to do it. And you continue to do it. But when it comes to the word of God, you take it once or twice and you say, oh, well, it didn't work. The same time is needed there. Mm -hmm. But we open our mouths and we make those confessions that's going to nullify what God's word is doing. We don't know it because we can't see it. And that's why we tend to doubt it. But trust me, child of God, when you make that faith confession, something's going on behind the scenes for you. That word is working for you. Stay with it. Stay with it. You will see the results that you desire. Amen? 